Giovanni. Welcome to the Joe Show. How is everybody doing? Are you doing good? I hope you're doing fantastic. Hey, I'm glad that you guys are listening to the Joe Show. Real quick, I want to let you guys know, if you haven't checked out my Patreon, go out and check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Marcus Joe and Gabriel. We've got new content up there for you guys. We're doing this thing called For the Love of Music, where I go through all the music that I love, and we listen to the songs. And I'll tell you a little bit about what the songs mean to me or give you a little bit of information about the artist. But it's a really good new segment that I'm doing there on Patreon. So that's a part of your bonus uh, package, bonus content package there for $1, $3, or $5. You can become a patron and be able to hear that new series. If you haven't heard any of my Lyft stories, those are also on there. I used to live a pretty interesting life when it came to Lyft and... Let me tell you something. There are some crazy stories. And I just don't do Lyft. I do stuff about old jobs, things that have happened to me as a garbage man. So a lot of interesting, brand new content on Patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. Again, for $1, $3, or $5, you guys can become a patron. And I'm starting to do a lot more content on there than on this show, you know. Um, I feel like I could be a lot more creative and do things that won't get me canceled <laughs> on Patreon. So definitely go check out more patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. So new show, new me, a lot of things going on. How do you feel about it? Am I talking about too many politics? Are we getting too real for the Joe show? Are you wanting Marcus Mason back? Gabriel talk about farts and things like that. Well, one of these days I'll get these guys back on the show. But I just think it's really important to kind of figure out what I want the show to be moving forward with all these things changing in my life, you know? It's kind of crazy because it feels like you were walking around with blinders on, right? And then your mind or your eyes are open, you know. I was uh, talking to my wife, Joy, about like there was a documentary that I was watching. It's talking about how hip hop changed the world. And I think I might have mentioned this. I, I, I record so much. I don't know what I've said and what I haven't said. I need to start like marking stuff down on what I did say and what I didn't say on the show. But I was watching this show called How Hot or I almost said Hot Wings. I'm thinking about my favorite radio show, but how hip-hop changed the world. And one of the things they were talking about was just how hip-hop affected United States, or yeah, the United States during, throughout history, you know, from when it started to uh, 9-11, Katrina, Barack Obama becoming the first black president, all these shootings and things going on. And it made me sit back and think to myself, how did I feel when those shootings and things were going on? As a black man, how did I feel? Well, I'll tell you how I felt. At, a certain, at that certain point in my life, I felt lost. I was one of those people where I felt that as a black man, I didn't feel accepted into my black community. And because the color of my skin, I wouldn't be accepted in the white community. So I just kind of put myself in this, like, I guess a non-binary race is, I mean, is what I'm, I think. 
you know, I didn't claim a raise, you know. If I had like a, a document or something, like a government document or something, I would definitely put black or African American. But if you would have asked me at the time, I would have said, I don't think I identify as a race. Because I didn't think I would be accepted in any other race. But then over the years, I started doing a lot more black history and I started looking at the black issues and things like that. And I've accepted my blackness, you know. I don't want to say I, I didn't accept it before. I've always known I've, I was black, but I don't think I accepted it, you know. I didn't have that realization like, this is me, this is who, what I am going to be going through. You know, it's kind of like, like I said, I had blinders on, you know. And uh, it, it doesn't help that I grew up in a middle class, you know, um, area, right? It really doesn't help that... That, that's what I went through. I really didn't interact with a lot of black people, you know. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, my parents did a bad job or anything. You know, no, they wanted to provide a better life for us, and I'm glad they did. But I kind of lost out on the aspect of the black community, you know. It's kind of like when I was homeschooled, right? I was homeschooled, and, yeah, it helped me become a better student, <clears throat> You know, because I have ADHD and I kind of needed a a little more one-on-one -on -one time. But there were a lot of things that I lost out on, you know, interaction with kids and things like that. You know, so you have to kind of make up for that. And so what my mom did in order to make up for that, she put me in like scouts and baseball and things like that. Well, when it came to my race, there was a huge gap in between the uh, me not being in the black community to, uh, you know, what, fixing or connecting with the black community, right? <clears throat> so there was, that, there was a huge gap there. And so with that gap and with, without knowing the knowledge about my black community, not being involved in the black community, I really didn't feel too bad about any of those shootings or anything that was happening. Like, I, I knew they were sad. And I knew they were bad things that were happening. But I never put, I don't think I experienced compassion, you know? Um, and compassion is that definition of, you know, you, I don't want to say you take pity, but you feel bad for something. You're putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, right? And I don't think I did that. And so as I'm watching this documentary, I think it finally hit me. Like my eyes have been open to everything my wife and I, as we've been talking about in past episodes and things I've been talking about in past episodes, my eyes have been open. And it made me feel sad. I felt a deep, deep sorrow for people in my black community. When Black Lives Matter started going, I wish that I could have been there to protest, you know. I wish that I could have helped. I wish my eyes were open. I wish that I was woke to a lot of things that were going on. And now I am. You know, with all this new information that you got. But it's just crazy how you, you can get new information and your lifestyle changes. Your perspective on things changes. 
I don't know when these episodes are going to be going out, but what's happening right now is there's a lot of gun violence going on like crazy, man. There were three stories we just heard. There was a young man who, uh, who was going to pick up his younger brother because his mother told him to. He accidentally went to the wrong house. His phone was dead, so he couldn't do GPS. He knocks on the door, gets shot. Now he's in intensive care. Or he was in intensive care. He just got released from the hospital today. There were these girls who were uh, out shopping. They accidentally got into the wrong car. Somebody shot them. There was a person who was driving on the road, got lost, turned around in somebody's driveway, got shot. And I think the world's just, it's crazy. All this stuff going on. I was listening to the radio and they were talking about how um, a lot of these people are protected. These people who are shooting other people are protected because a lot of this stuff was happening on people's property, right? Um, and the Second Amendment kind of protects you. Well, I don't want to say the Second Amendment. I, don't quote me on that. But you're protected to protect your property if you feel threatened. Now, the wording doesn't really get deep into what a threat is, you know. The Jehovah Witness could walk up onto your property, and then you could feel threatened by that, and you could shoot them. And according to that, you would be all right, you know. And that's not in every state. I think I was talking to Hootie um, on the Armors Block, and we were talking about, um, I think, in the state of Illinois, that if somebody walks up to your property and you shoot and you kill them, you can get in trouble. There was a case that actually that happened. There was a guy, he walked onto um, somebody's property. The uh, owner, uh, homeowner warned him to stay off the property and the person didn't go. So then the homeowner shot the intruder and the homeowner uh, got in trouble. The intruder filed, a, um, filed charges against the homeowner and the intruder won. I just think it's crazy, all this going on. I think guns are cool. I think they're nice to shoot, and they're a great tool to have. But what do we do when there are more bad people using the tool to do evil than there are good people who are being responsible with the tool? If you don't understand what I'm saying, it's like, one of these, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about, like, my kids, right? If my son, older son, hits my younger son with a toy, do you know what I do with him? I give him a warning. I say, don't do that. Don't hit with the toy. Don't hit at all, right? If it happens a second time, I take the toy away, and I say, we don't hit. And he might go on timeout, depending on how bad he's hitting or something, you know. And that's what I think needs to happen now, is that we need to, as people, take away or figure out some way to restrict a lot of these bad people getting this tool, this firearm, these guns. 
you know? Uh, there needs to be, we need to get a hold on this. Our country has the most guns in all of the world. We are some gun hell raising sons of bitches. We take pride in our guns, right? But one of the things that I love as a great quote is with great power comes great responsibility, right? We have this great power, now we need to be responsible. People are getting a little too gun ho And I know there are people out there who love firearms. Like I said, I think firearms are cool. But when it's killing people, killing people, man, that's ridiculous. We got to figure out something to do with it, right? We had to figure out something to do. There are too many people dying daily. You know, what are we going to do about it? I want to hear your thoughts on it. What do you think we should do about it? If you're conservative, liberal, I want to hear about it. If you are a gunslinger, I want to hear about it. If you are a person against guns, I want to hear about it. What do you think we should be doing about the problem in the United States when it comes to firearms? I think we got a lot of problems in the United States. We need to work on them. I hate how the United States is one of those countries that trying to be different. You know, we try to be different than the other countries. But we need to kind of follow their example. I think anyway. And you say, Joe, why, why do you think we need to follow their example? Because we are a brand new nation. We're brand new. Do you understand that the earth, that civilization, like people, have been around for thousands of years? You know, I think they calculate it as uh, people have been around for about 10,000 years. You know, that's when people have been around on this planet. The earth itself is like 3.4 billion years old, but we as people have only been on this earth for 10,000 years, I think is what it is. And in those 10,000 years, you've got Asia, Europe, Africa, Australia. These countries have been here since time began. Okay, not Australia, but Asia, Africa, Europe. They've been here since time began. They've been through a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, look at slavery. Slavery is nothing new. We here in the United States, we say, oh, my God, slavery is such a bad thing. But they have, other countries have been through it. And now I want you to understand, I'm not downplaying that. I'm not downplaying slavery and saying slavery wasn't a bad thing. But what I'm saying is that if we would have looked up and said, look at this country or look at these countries, look at these continents, how did their civilization start? Ooh, they started with slavery right off the bat. How about we don't do that? If we use them as an example, we could probably become a better country. You know? We could probably become a better country, but we want to be so different, you know. I think, um, I think being different is good, right? I think it's really good, but I think we're looking at it in a different. We're not looking at our differences in the right way, you know. I think we as a country want to be as a whole. We want to be different from those other countries, but I don't think we need to be focusing on that. I think we need to be focusing on our differences. Like, we as a culture, you know, our differences. If you kind of get what I'm saying, you know, okay, let me, let me, let me break it down. 
we as people need to, or we as Americans need to accept that we are different. I think this this is gonna kind of make sense. So it's like, let's say you're on a team, you're on a team, right? And on this team, everybody has a specific set of skills. And everybody's specific set of skills, they help that team become bigger and better, right? Instead of focusing on this team and saying, how can we be different than that other team, our opposing team? How can we be different than our opposing team? And how can we beat them at, together with our opposing team? You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to get my words mixed up, so I'm starting to confuse myself. Okay, now let me get back on track. Instead of us saying, how can we defeat them just together? How about we work on our differences? And how about we work on our certain character traits and our differences individuals you know worry about that and maybe that'll help us become a better country fix the differences i think so i think i'm doing good i don't know this episode might not even come out because i think i'm confusing myself and i hope i'm not confusing you basically what i'm saying is we are so worried about trying to be different from other countries that we're not focusing on the differences that's happening the differences that are happening in this country we want everybody to be the same we want everybody to be the same and that's not how it works that's what we're so focused on like people say the united states is a christian nation no it's not <laughs> it's not you know that's 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 one of the things i'm talking about right there like if you go over to like saudi arabia or if you go over to like india they have one religion right that stuff ain't working you know you know it's the it, there's a lot of tyranny over there you know it's you have to accept this religion or you will die in the united states we have the freedom you know we can take our differences we can get different perspectives on that you know that's what makes us beautiful is our differences you know our differences we, we shouldn't be a melting pot we should accept our differences you know like and that's what i think we, that's our strong point that's what makes us different that's what makes this country different is that we have all these different cultures and things here, right? And a lot of other countries don't have that. You know, they don't have as much diversity. So if we want to be better than these other countries, like that's what America wants to be. They want to be better and different than these other countries. How about we take the differences and the diversity we have in the United States and how about we we focus on that and try to come together with our diversity and then we become a stronger nation how about we do that and then i bet you we'll be bigger and better we will be the greatest country in the world but we can't do that we can't do that you can see that in the politics you can see that in the politics democrat republican conservative liberal i'm for guns i'm against guns i'm for abortion i'm against abortion I hate gays. I love gays. I hate trans. I love trans. That we are so different. We think everything's so black and white. And instead of saying, hey, listen, you're different than me. You have different points of view. You have different points of views. I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to uh, not agree with you, but I'm going to respect that because you are an American. You're an American. And, you know, we need to figure out how we're going to make this country better together you know there's like this um 
there was a mayor in Springfield, the mayor in Springfield. He ran for, um, as a Democrat, but his main focus was on how to make Springfield better. He didn't care if you were a Democrat. He didn't care if you were a Republican. All he cared was about how to make Springfield better. Now, he I will let you know he did lean more towards the Democratic side, the liberal side, but he was still trying to figure out how to make Springfield better. One of the biggest things I really liked about him was that um, they were trying to legalize pot. And a lot of people, all the people, who, all, a lot of liberals, they were thought, okay, he's a liberal mayor. He was Democrat. He's definitely going to go for weed. And he sat down and he was like, how is this going to affect the city? Are there going to be more hazardous people on the road? Are children going to be able to get this? Is this going to run down the city? Or is it something that can better the city? And people on the left were flabbergasted. They were like, what? This man is asking these questions? You know, I thought he was liberal. You know, we can do whatever the hell we want. And after a lot of talking about it and doing a lot of research on it, he finally decided that it was okay to legalize pot in Illinois or build a dispensary in, El or in Springfield. That was the thing, to build a dispensary. And so he allowed the dispensaries to come into Springfield. But I respected him as a person because he was trying to figure out what was best for his city. You know? I don't know. We got to figure something out. So I was talking to my wife about holidays and stuff that was going on. Like how holidays are weird, you know? Um, holidays. I, I was thinking about this. You know, I, I, I have a lot of high moments, you know, like high thoughts, and I don't get high anymore, you know, and it's one of those times I really wish that I was high and I was having these thoughts, but I was thinking about holidays the other day, and I was talking, thinking about how it is weird, right? Like how we teach our kids not to talk to strangers, right? So there was this, like, uh, there was a lady, we, my wife and I, we, where were we going? We were going to the grocery store, right? And we got this big, long yard, big yard in the backyard, right? And that's where we park our cars, and our, there's an alleyway um, behind my house, and that's where we kind of park our cars, right? So we park our cars back there. Uh, my wife and I were the last ones at the house. Our kids are running through the cars, and there's this lady that walks by, and uh, she's talking to the kids. And then we was like, wow, that was weird. And we got in the car, and we said, hey, kids, don't talk to strangers because strangers are bad. You can only talk to strangers if mommy and daddy allow you to. And while mommy and daddy are there or something like that, we gave them a little lesson or whatever. But that's neither here or there. But. We tell our kids not to talk to strangers, right? But there are a lot of us that are out here talking about a fat white man coming into our house at nighttime and then giving our kids gifts, right? I mean, we're inviting him into our house with milk and cookies Ain't that a little weird? Don't you think when you really sit down and think about it, isn't that weird, right? <laughs> Another one was Easter, the Easter bunny. Like, 
who was sitting, who came up with this shit? Like, seriously, you've got a bunny, and not just a regular bunny. This is a man-sized bunny. We're talking about six-foot bunny without ears. With the ears, we're talking about seven-foot bunny going around, crapping out Easter eggs full of candy. Sometimes it's not even full of candy. Sometimes it's a brown egg. And we eat that egg. And sometimes those brown eggs are filled with white liquid. Because that rabbit got to be lactose intolerant or something like that. And we pick, we go looking for these eggs. And we put them in a basket and then we eat the innards of the eggs. Ain't that weird? And then how does that even connect with Jesus? The way I said was, Jesus was like, hey, y'all, I'm risen from the dead. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a miracle right now in order to show y'all that I'm Jesus. Boom. He touches a bunny and boom, that bunny laid an egg. And then for centuries, they didn't talk about the Easter bunny. And but the Easter bunny was laying like huge turds like eggs, like they thought the turds was eggs. And then they started eating them. And then they said, hey, you know, we're just going to start doing this as a tradition, you know, to remember the miracle of Jesus. So we're going to eat shit from overgrown rabbits. And what we're going to do is we're going to take that shit and we're going to hide it. We're going to make kids find it. But we're going to make sure that we paint it in like some dye or something. They're going to find it. And then over time, people was like, you know, that's kind of gross and disgusting. And we got to kind of make this tradition kid friendly. So then they came up with the eggs thing. I don't know how they came up with it. I'm just bullshitting. But this just that's just weird, you know. Another another uh, tradition or another holiday It's the 4th of July. That's another holiday. That's a weird holiday, right? Let me tell you how it's weird. You say, Joe, it's us getting our independence away from the British. You know, that's when we first became a country. Yes, right? So basically what you're telling me is that the, the forefathers of the United States, they got fed up with being overruled by the British, right? So then they came over here and they tried to start a new life. But British started doing all these taxes and shit. And us Americans, we was like, hell no, you ain't going to be taxing us for our tea and shit. We got fed up and then we fought them and we won. And then we came up with the Declaration of Independence and we got this country. You know, we got this country and made it ours. And that's why we celebrate the 4th of July. But hold on a second. With me going back and doing my history, doing black history, mom. These people who were tired of being under the rule of the British had slaves. Wouldn't you think that if you are tired of being oppressed and being under somebody's foot, you would have compassion on other people who are in the same situation, even if they're lower than you? I'm just saying, right, like if I was the forefathers and I'm like, hey, don't you think it's kind of weird that we're trying to get our freedom from the British, but we got these black people over here who's been our slaves for past 300 years. You know what I'm saying? 
and it, it was 300 years because it was about they were taking slaves in from like 14 14 something and then 1700s yeah it's about 300 years there so that's weird you know like and the people they shit on juneteenth you know people shit on juneteenth and it's like okay that's not a weird holiday because finally those people that were oppressed and under the foot of the forefathers of america they are finally free you know that's not a weird holiday right i don't know you know and then thanksgiving that's another holiday that's a little weird, a little strange there. So what you're telling me is, is that the Native Americans help the pilgrims through a hard winter, right? And then they were the pilgrims were so thankful that they had dinner with the Native Americans, right? But then they forgot the hospitality of the Native Americans after Thanksgiving, and then they went and killed and raped the people from the land. It's a weird story, you know. I'm just saying. Actually, I'm gonna stop saying it's weird. This is fucked up. <laughs> That's some fucked up shit, you know. Each one of those holidays are pretty messed up, and we just out here just la 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 la. Ooh, it's a great holiday, you know. I mean. God dang, Cinco de Mayo, we found out that's a, that's kind of got like a, um, I think Gabriel and I did a show on that a couple years ago, and we found out that it was like a celebration of a war or something that was going on. Um, we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, um, and it has, it has nothing to do with St. Patrick. Like, nowadays it doesn't, you know, that's my thing. I don't think I really care for holidays. Do I enjoy the day off? I do enjoy the days off. I do enjoy the days off. But I think we have lost the meaning of it. Americas are just some party hardy, I won't take the I want to take the day off kind of people, right? We don't give a fuck what the holiday is about. We don't care about the meaning or anything. We just want to take a day off. Labor Day, hey, you know, we just, we ain't gonna work on Labor Day. Martin Luther King Day, well, shoot, you know, I don't know who Martin Luther King is. You know, I really never read his speech or anything. This is not me personally. This is me talking about people. I ain't never really read his speech or anything, but, you know, I'm gonna take the day off. You know, there was, um, what's that dude's name? Uh, 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 Cash, no, what's his name? Oh, it's not Kashmir Pulaski, because Kashmir, I messed it up, but something Pulaski Day. He was a war veteran in Poland, right? And the people in Chicago and people in Illinois, they take that day off. It's a state holiday. They take that day off, and nobody knows who the hell this guy is. All they know is he's a, pet, a Poland veteran. And all, there's a lot of Polish people up in Chicago, right? Um, but, yeah, we take, we take holidays, and no matter what they're about, we kind of twist them and make them to be our own thing, right? Like the whole thing, you know, people, you got these people, you know, uh, you've got Passover, right? This is a Jewish holiday where in their Bible, uh, these plagues happen and the angel of death passes over and God saves the, the, the God saves their people, right? 
That's a story in there. And so they do Passover in remembrance of that. Then Jesus died <laughs> about the same time, and then they do the Passover, and they do the Last Supper and everything, and then they say, hey, we're going to put the Easter Bunny in there, you know, somehow. I just thought it was always weird, you know. <laughs> you know, it's always weird. It's always fucked up. We always kind of figure out a way to kind of just make things fun and everything for kids and stuff like that. Um, Memorial Day. You know, Memorial Day, that's a pretty fucked up holiday, too. Not like not like in uh, the holiday itself, but it's pretty fucked up what we do, right? You know, it's like um, we as people, we, uh, we as people, we go out and barbecue and go swimming on Memorial Day. Do you know what we used to do in Scouts? Let me tell you what we used to do in Scouts. To remember the fallen men and women who have died in all the wars of the United States, we would go to the National Cemetery in Springfield, Illinois, it's called Camp Butler, and we would go put flags on the graves of each and every fallen soldier. No matter what war they were in, we put flags on their graves. They would even do like the 12-gun salute or whatever. It was a whole big ceremony we used to do for the fallen. And that was so nice. It was, we, it was like you took the time out to respect the dead, right? It was like, okay, we're going to take this time. We are going to remember them. We are going to thank them for their sacrifice. And we are just going to just show our respects to them, right? And then you can go barbecue. And then you can go swimming. Okay? But most of these people, they just like, mm, what are we doing for Memorial Day? What are we doing for Memorial Day? We're going to go swimming. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know? Um, and I, I, I'm getting on me and my family, too, because we do it, too. But that's what everybody's thinking about. You know? It's just like, come on down to Ashley Furniture with the Memorial Day sale. We're giving 20% off all furniture. Or come on down to this big box store. We've got... 35% off on this thing, you know, they're like, they're capitalizing on it, man. So basically what I'm saying in this part of the show is that holidays are fucked up and we as Americans only use them to take a break on, which I, 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 I do think we need a break because we as Americans, we work so fucking hard, right? And we need days off to just relax, like extra days off to just relax but how about we stop bullshitting and just come up with a fucking day you know like labor day labor day is basically one of those things where it's like hey we are honoring the men and women who work which is fucking stupid because nobody takes the day off construction workers they're still working i'm probably going to be delivering soda on fucking labor day right like it's a day to be like, hey, we want to show love to all the workers. You know how you show love to all the workers? You give them that day off and you pay them. <laughs> but we don't do that, you know? Uh, but we need more holidays like that where we can just take the day off. No special meaning. We just say, hey, it's a fuck off day. You know, everybody takes this day off. Everybody can go do what the fuck they want, you know? Uh, but we got all these birthdays and... Uh, birthdays and holidays, I mean, I don't know, holidays are just, they're all right, 
there's just a lot of them are weird and a lot of them have um ulterior ulterior ooh, i can't say that word ulterior motives uh, you know what i'm trying to say but yeah you know they say you know this is a religious holiday and uh we are going to uh, respect that holiday and we're going to observe that holiday. And then you, uh, what do you do? You go home and you sit on your ass. That's like I was watching, um, I was watching a, uh, um, what was I doing? I was watching a TikTok. I think it's a Key and Pill skit. But there was these two white guys in the office and they said, hey, Martin Luther King's birthday's coming up. What are you going to do? Ah. I'm probably going to be working on this project my wife wants me to do for a long time. What are you doing, Bill? Well, I'm going to uh, watch the football game there. And then one of their black co-workers walk up. And he said, uh, so what are you doing for Martin Luther King Day? He said, well, I'm going to go to a breakfast and I'm going to listen to the I Have a Dream speech. Um, and then we're going to go and we're going to march in, um, uh, in observance to Martin Luther King's birthday and everything. And the two white guys are like, oh, man, yeah, I wish I could go. I wish I could go. And he's like, well, there's some spots open. You should go. You know, like, we just bullshit. I'm not dogging on anybody because I celebrate the holidays, too. I just think it's a little weird, and I think a lot of holidays are fucked up. So, yeah, that's my take on that. Real quick, guys, I want to remind you guys about our other podcast that Gateway Prey Pro does. Gateway Praise, oh my gosh. I don't think I even know the name to my own podcast or company. But don't forget to check out Code 187. Code 187 is a true crimes podcast. If you are in the true crimes, definitely go check out Sarah and her guests on that show. Let me tell you something. She talks about crimes from the past, crimes that are happening now, like we were just talking about earlier in the episode, that team that got shot for going up to the wrong door. It's in Kansas City where Sarah lives in that area. It's happening there, and she's covering it. Go check out her show. If you're into superheroes or anime or old TV shows, you're definitely going to want to check out Code 187. Marcus and Mason every week go through some type of media or something that surrounds the comic book world. And if you're into that, that is definitely a show you're going to want to check out. Last show we have is the Armors Block. If you are into firearms, the Armors Block is for you. We talk about safety. We talk about education on guns um, and politics surrounding that. One of the most interesting episodes we had on there is uh, what does the Bill of Rights actually say about your rights to bear firearms? Great episode, and that's hosted by Hootie Klein. He's the owner of Armors Block, or he's the owner of Blue Code Arms, and he is very educated when it comes to firearms. So go out and make sure you check out that show. Not only do you want to go check out that show, make sure you guys check out at Patreon at patreon.com slash Marcus Joe and Gabriel, where you guys can get all of your bonus content, early episodes, and we got more perks on there, which you gotta figure out. But don't be afraid to check all of that out. Now, let's get back to the show. So, guys, TikTok. If you have not experienced the world of TikTok, let me tell you something. You are missing out. I love 
TikTok. It is something that passes the time away. It's something that makes me laugh. It's something that really educates you, right? And one thing I don't think people understand about TikTok is the algorithm is based off of you, right? You can control the algorithm. So if you are an old man looking at uh, and you're getting a lot of booty videos on top on your algorithm, guess what? The algorithm thinks you like booty videos, right? If that's all you're seeing is girls twerking, right? That's what the algorithm thinks you like. And what you need to do is go in there and start liking videos and other things that interest you, right? And I think a lot of people don't understand that. If you want to uh, find more content that you like, you have to go on there and basically tell the algorithm what you like and you go on there by liking your videos. I don't know why I'm explaining it because a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are younger people and they know how TikTok works. But this is for the older audience that I'm saying explaining this to, right? But what I'm saying with TikTok is I love it. It's so educational. I'm learning things about myself that I didn't know, right? So one of the things, uh, one of the big things that I'm learning is that um, I've, I've, I've got ADHD. It's self-diagnosed, right? And so this is one of those things I was just like, ah, I kind of relate to this, you know, and things that are, you know, I kind of relate to people who have ADHD. And so I'm going to self-diagnose myself as having ADHD, right? And as I am watching these people and finding other people who have ADHD, I'm realizing that my self-diagnosis, diagnostics, is that right? I don't know, is correct, right? These things that these people are explaining and how your brain works and things that they do, I relate to them. You know, I've got a couple of people on TikTok who I follow and they are people who have ADHD and they explain how your brain works and situations that they go through. And I'm like, I relate to that, you know? There was one video that really got to me and it was talking about like, uh, you don't call an ADHD person lazy, right? Because they're not lazy. They're just, they, we figure out and we find the fastest and easiest way to do something. And our brain is like constantly running. Like when I go to work, I just don't get to work and say, okay, we're just going to do this. I'm thinking about work way before it's time to think about work. And I'm planning out in my head how my day, how I'm going to do my job, how my day is going to go. And then when I get to work, I look at the situation and I start assessing in my head what is the easiest and fastest way to get this done. And when I finally settle on a plan, that's what I want to do. And then when people at my job, they um, deviate from the plan or they add anything extra to the plan, I basically flip out. Like I flip out all the time. My boss is very good at pissing me off because like I said, I go into work, I have a, my job is simple. I deliver pop to, to stores, right? I do the same stores every week. Sometimes we have different stores. They're like bi-weekly stores. And so those are added on. But I know my route to a point. I know how to do it, right? And so when I get to work, I plan out how is the best way to get this day done the fastest, the quickest, the easiest way for me, right? So I don't have to think about it. And my boss is really good at coming in and just throwing a wrench in my plan. And I flip the fuck out. 
There were plenty of times that I've yelled at her. I've yelled at the camera. I've been throwing stuff. Um, <laughs> it's not really good, but it gives me an understanding. Like watching videos on TikTok helps me understand why do I feel that way? Why do I act that way with my ADHD? There's another one that was talking about it's like ADHD paralysis, you know. Sometimes it can be, it's one of those things where it's like um, you know you need to do something. And you, uh, and when you do something, like let's say washing dishes, you see that the dishes need to be washed. You know that when you wash the dishes, it will make you feel better. It will give you dopamine, right? But you don't want to do it because there might be so many. You know, there's like, oh man, that's just, ah oh man, I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. So what do you end up doing? You end up, you end up not doing it, and then you're sitting on the couch, and then, but you keep going through that cycle. You keep going through that cycle in your head. It's like, man, I should really do the dishes, but I really don't want to do the dishes because there's so many dishes. But then at the same time, you know that when I do the dishes, it's going to make me feel good and it's going to make me feel happy. It's like working out, same thing. Um, that kind of happens to me when I'm on the truck. You know, I might be looking. I'll, I'll get into my semi and I'll be looking at my load and I'm just thinking to myself, oh my God, there is so much pop that needs to be delivered. There are so many stops that need to be, let, be delivered and I cannot get my body to do it. I cannot get my body to do it. I can't get my brain to do it. I could be hyped up on caffeine and my body is just like, I don't want to do today, you know, type of a deal. So TikTok is a great place. It's helping me learn more about uh, myself as a person. I'm learning more on TikTok than I'm learning that I learned in school. And that's ridiculous, you know? Black History Month, there was a lot of stuff I learned about Black History Month. You know, you guys know, I do research about Black History Month. Every time Black History Month comes around, I'm doing Black History <laughs> Uh, I'm doing black history studying throughout the whole entire year. But on this app here, it's teaching me more stuff that I didn't even know, you know? And it's very educational. And one of the things that people have to understand is the algorithm. It, you get out of TikTok what you put into it, you know? I was this guy, my TikTok has changed from the conservative platform or more over to a liberal platform because that's the way my mind is thinking and how um, my brain is thinking now. You know, it's kind of changed over. It's kind of aligned with my views, you know, because it used to be more conservative. And then I started liking more liberal things, and now that's what I get. Now that's the kind of content I get. I like a lot of news stuff, you know. I watch a lot of news on my TikTok, you know. I still have a lot of conservative news because I like to formulate my own opinion. I like to look at the liberal news. I like to look at the conservative news. And I like to make my formulate my own opinion based off of that. And that's on my TikTok. I love my For You page because my For You page has something about, like, movies. It has something to do with music or it has something to do with um uh, just comedy in general, something to make me laugh. And then I'm liking all these videos. So it's one, it's a very good platform. And I heard that they were, you know, trying to ban TikTok, but I just don't think people really understand anything about it. You know, 
It's kind of like vaping. A lot of people don't understand a lot about vaping. They just say, oh, you're putting something into your lungs. It's just like smoking. A lot of people might be dying from this or getting popcorn lung from it, but they're not really sitting down doing the studies on it. It's like marijuana. You know, a lot of people aren't doing studies on it. And there was this one girl I met at my vape store. She's becoming a holistic doctor. She's getting her degree in Arizona, and she's really going to try to work with marijuana to, to um, figure out how it can help people. What are the benefits of it? What are the long-term effects of smoking marijuana on a long-term basis? How can it help people, you know, so people can get a better understanding of it, you know? Um, and that's just what I really like about TikTok. It's that avenue. It's, it'll let you get a better understanding about, um, whatever you want to learn about. And the best thing about it is, is that there are actual people, right? There are actual people who are on this app, who are experience, they're showing you their experiences. Like, it's like when you go and you buy something off Amazon and you go look at the reviews and then you make your decision of what you want to purchase based off of that review. That's what TikTok is. If you want to learn something, these are actual real people talking about what you're trying to learn about. And they're giving you their experiences. This is an app for the people, by the people, you know, and it's really, really great. And I think what's happening is it's that people are gaining too much knowledge from TikTok and the government doesn't like that. They're gaining too much knowledge from it. We're learning things. We're learning about stuff that we didn't even think about. You know, there might be something on TikTok that somebody might be talking about and then I'll go online and I'll start to research that certain thing, you know. And, uh, and it's like, wow, that's something I didn't even think about, you know? And that's one of the things I really liked about me doing Lyft is that I met real people and they had different experiences in life and they were telling me about their experiences in life. And then I would go back and I would do research about, uh, some of the things that we're talking about. There was this guy I met in Lyft. He was talking about how he was a agricultural engineer. And I said, what is that? And he said, basically... What he does is he goes to different parts of the country and his company, they choose this particular type of ground, you know, and what they do is they plant um, food, you know, they plant soybeans, beans, uh, corn, and they plant wheat and they basically test the ground with different um, different soils, different chemicals and figure out how we can make food uh, better for us. You know, how we can make food faster, what type of ground is good to use, what type of chemicals are good to use, you know, and that's what that's what his job was. And then I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's pretty goddamn cool. I never knew that that was a thing, you know, and that's kind of what TikTok is. It'll help you learn about stuff that you didn't even know about. And I'm uh, the reason why I started talking about that, because I started scanning through TikTok, looking through uh, another topic. And I was like, well, dude, that's a topic in itself. You know, I've got all these videos that I like here and I saw the ADHD thing and I was like, man, that's awesome. You know, I am learning from this app and I love it. I really, really do. Um, there are not, there aren't any apps like that. Facebook is one-sided. I mean, Facebook is, it, Facebook kind of sucks. 
I mean, it really does. I'll let you know why it sucks. I mean, it really sucks for somebody like me who's doing a podcast because it, when I post this podcast on the Facebook, not too many people are going to see it. The only people that are really going to see it are the people that are my friends and they're going to like the post or something like that. The only the little bit of traffic that I do get is if I post reels or if I make my, my page public like Gateway Pro Productions page on Facebook is. And, you know, you'll get a little bit of traffic through that. But TikTok is such, it's, a, it's a better place, you know, for that. Instagram, that's a really good place there to, for social media and getting stuff going on um, there for social media, you know. Um, I don't know. I just think it's a really, really good app. Um, they're talking about um, Facebook leaking information, um, or not Facebook, they're talking about TikTok leaking information to the Chinese and things like that, and they're trying to steal our data and stuff like that. But I think it's crazy because they just found out that there was a, a Discord, uh, I forget what they're called, Discord whatever type thing, uh, room. You guys got to correct me. You got to say something in the comments or something because I am blanking on this. But there was a Discord. I'm going to call it a room, a Discord room, where there were teenagers leaking sensitive information to Russia and things like that. And they just found it. It was like a whole national security type thing that I saw in the news, right? And they, I just thought it was funny because they're so worried about TikTok and it leaking information. They didn't even check about, they didn't even think about any of these other um platforms um that people can be doing stuff like that for but that's just me i really love tiktok i really like the app um what's your favorite social media to use instagram tiktok kick is that still a thing whatsapp snapchat instagram i don't know what the kids are doing nowadays and stuff like that which i think that's kind of crazy i'm going to end on this i think it's kind of crazy how You've got all these new words and slang words, you know. I got this guy I'm working with. His name is Jameson. And he's, you know, I think he's like 21, 22 or whatever. And I feel like an old bastard, right? Because there are words that these kids are using nowadays. And I don't know what they mean. I'm only 27, right? So Jameson is only six years younger than me. But there's such a language gap, you know. Like... I was like, hey, man, we only got so many packages or so many uh, sodas on the truck that we delivered. He's like, man, that's bussing. And I was like, what? And then uh, there was another thing. Uh, He's like, yeah, man, that lady over there, she looks sus. And I was like, what? And he was like, that's capping. And I'm like, what? You know, there's just so many. It's like I'm sitting here asking him, like, hey, uh, uh, Jameson, Jameson, uh, what what that word mean? What that mean? Word means sus. And he'd be like, well, dude, that, that word sus means it's kind of like suspicious. You know, that person over there, suspicious, you know, it's like, so, you know, like one of your boys, you out with one of your boys. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to fuck his ass up. And he'd be like, ooh, dude, that's kind of, that, that's kind of sus, you know, basically what he was saying. And so uh, I just feel like an old person because he will be uh, saying these words. And then I'm like, dude, what that mean? Like, what that mean? Like, educate me. But I, I, I'm not that much older than him. So what really is crazy to me is, like, when my kids get older, 
Like I'm 20 years older than my kids, right? So when my kids get older, and there's, is there going to be a language gap that I'm not going to be able to understand, you know? Am I not going to be the cool dad? Because that's, that's going to be my goal is to kind of be that cool dad, you know? And basically what's happening is uh, we, it, I mean, we're just falling apart. But see, I don't want to be that dad where it's like I do know how they talk and stuff. And then I'm that dad who's like using that stuff on purpose, you know, like, yeah, dude, you're kind of sus over there, man. You know, you're really simping for that girl, you know, like I don't. I don't want to be using that slang word and then I become the uncool dad trying to be cool. You know, like you'd be seeing like in the early 2000 movies and stuff, Mean Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls when Amy Amy Poehler uh, was trying to be the cool mom, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but that's my life. That's what's going on, guys. Hey, guys, I hope that you guys are really liking the show. I hope you're liking this new thing that we're doing. We're talking about politics. We're talking about uh, real issues out there. You know, we're trying to keep it light, but we're trying to keep it serious because I really want to know your takes on what's going on in this world. You know, what do you think? What do you think would make this country better, right? What do you think will make this country better? Do we need to be different than the uh, other countries who've been here for a while? Right. Um, what do we do about guns? Do we take guns away? Do we need to be uh, stricter on guns? Do we need to start? Do we need to start enforcing um, uh, being harsher with our enforcing when it comes to firearms? What do we need to do to fix the gun problem? I want to know from you. Also, too, do you think holidays are as fucked up as I do? I really want to know. I hope I'm not the only person sitting in this thing. It's just like, Joe, you weird, man. Holidays are great. Holidays are fantastic. You just fucked up. So let me know in the comments. I really would love to hear from you guys. Make sure you go to Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook. Check us out there. Go to Reddit at TJS, r slash TJS. Don't forget to look us up on TikTok and Instagram at the underscore Joe Show 20. And we're on Patreon.com slash Marcus Joe and Gabriel. Don't forget to check out Comic Corner, Code 187, The Armors Block, and our Patreon. If you are into merch, you should also check us out at tpublics.com slash GWP. And that's where you can find all our merch, like mugs, phone cases, uh, blankies and stuff like that. Blankies. Um, we, we grown-ass people. Blankets. That's where you can find all that stuff. So, guys, I really want really to say I appreciate you guys for listening to this show. Because you don't have to. But you choose to. And that really touches my heart. So, guys, until next time, I am Joe, and I will see you or hear you or talk to you later here on The Joe Show. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye for now.